0: 12 minutes to go in normal time, Liverpool 3-0. Hello and welcome to the Reds Cast podcast. Feels like all we do is talk about after disappointing draws at the minute with Steve. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are we, Steve? Disappointed again?
1: Yeah, a bit of slated is probably an understatement. Um, I think this past two weeks probably is about as bad as it's been on the club. Yeah. Or certainly for a, for at least three seasons, I, think. I don't think we've had a run this. This depression.
0: Nah, it's been. It feels like it's the Liverpool of old in the sense where, but we can't score goals, so it's not the Liverpool of old because we're absolutely dominating teams. We just can't score. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the past three games we've come away with um, two points from three games. Yeah. I think our average possession stats is over 70, which is just beyond the joke. (laughs) I mean,. Yeah, football's about more than possession, but usually you get that much possession, you get something out of the game.
0: Yeah, I'll get the possession up for that last game. I think it was about um, 70%, to be honest. Um, it's
1: been 70-plus for them past three games.
0: I'm certain of it. Uh, 67% possession we had oh, in Southampton. Tough. Um Seventeen shots and one on target. That that is a stat that is coming up ever so frequently at the minute. Where we're we having the shots, but we're just not not delivering the goods, really.
1: Yeah, I think that um, that's down to the way the opposition are playing against us. That it's reducing us to shots that are not likely to go in anyway. You know, shots from outside the box, tight angles. It's. I mean, it's. It's a pattern since we played West Brom, and I think the two teams we've played, Southampton come at us a bit more, but I think a lot of teams are going to be looking at the way West Brom defended against us and, and using that model because it worked.
0: Well, you're right, it's been that model for West Brom, Newcastle and now Southampton. Like Obviously, their plan was <laughs> to get the early goal and just defend for their lives, really. And I think if we would have got one, it would have brought them outside us a bit more. And then yeah. if we probably would have just killed them off then, but Liverpool notoriously can't play against teams, they're part of the bus against us, so if that's the formula to get results against Liverpool, everyone's gonna follow suit, which is worrying. It's almost as though we need to figure out a new a new way to attack, is fair yeah, to say.
1: I'm surprised this took teams that long to figure it out. To be honest with you, yeah, everyone I think it got to the point, because we were winning so many games, people were thinking, well, they're going to beat us anyway, we might as well have a go. Yeah. And now people have realised, look, they're not all that. Then that's going to be, I think, teams are going to try and frustrate us from now until the end of the season. And added to that, I'm sure we're going to get on to it. That was not the only opponent we were playing
0: in the last game. No, it definitely wasn't. We'll get onto that because um, I've got loads of pictures to put on this screen. Um, but going through all the stats, it's like 10 corners. I want to touch on that last corner as well in a minute. Um, ah, don't. Do we have to? <laughs> but I mean, like, we had 675 passes. Um, the most worrying stat for me out of all of them was we lost possession 198 times. Now, 38 of them was Trent. Um and we only managed to get fifteen out of forty-three attempted crosses into the box.
1: Say that stuff again. In one game we lost possession how many times? We lost
0: possession hundred and ninety-eight times.
1: That's more than twice every single minute.
0: Yeah.
1: That's that's criminal.
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> it's worrying. It's it's massively worrying. And I mean Jürgen's confirmed today that Trent's had COVID in preseason, which I think we all suspected, it, didn't we? Because he missed uh, two <laughs> weeks of it. But yeah, uh, I know how comb- like
1: he's got it now. To be fair,
0: yeah. Well, I can have uh, I like, lasting effects on like your respiratory respiratory, however you say it, system. Spirit, yeah. yeah, that one. Uh, you can have lasting effects. <laughs> yeah, you can have lasting effects on that. And uh, I think yeah, done the right thing, dragging him off. To be honest, uh, I absolutely. think absolutely, he needs a, strength, a superstar. But I think he knows he's a superstar and it's almost as though he's playing us in the sense of, well, if I have a bad game, I'm still going to play the next game.
1: Yeah, yeah, because he knows Nico's not quite up to scratch. And beyond that, there's nothing there's nothing for him to fight for his position. And, I mean, you discussed this the other day where Robertson has got that air that, uh, competition now with Tzimekas and... Although we haven't seen a lot of him, the little bits that we've seen of him has been good, and I'm sure Robertson's seen that in training.
0: So well, he's, is Champions a Champions League standard centre back? I mean, right left back because he played in um, he played for Olympiakos in the Champions mm-hmm. League, so he's good enough to play on the world stage in in the left back position. And I think Robo knows, And People are saying the boss is needing a centre back this January. I'd go as far as saying we should get a decent quality right back to provide because if Trent needs something he needs something to to make to like get him back in that zone um because it's not just the Southampton game where Trent's been worrying it's been pretty much all, all season
1: all season yeah it is it's all season um I'm pretty sure about 80% of people out there doing fantasy footy had yeah, Trent in the fantasy team at the start of the season and I'm sure
0: nearly all of them have took him out I've still got him. me, I need to switch him for Robbo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had Robbo for a long time. Yeah, I need to switch him for Robbo. Um, yeah, so before we touch on VAR, one thing that has infuriated me in the last two games, we've seen it against Newcastle and we've seen it against Southampton. Now, they sent Allison up for the corners and then took it short. You're in the dying seconds of a game and you take a corner short. You know that the minute you take that corner short, the ref's going to blow the whistle. We shouldn't yeah. have had that second corner really. Anyway, you should have already blew up. Mm-hmm. So the fact we have another corner, you throw everyone in the box. It's definitely the last kick of the game, and you just you just cross it in to go short against Newcastle. The minute we went short, he blew the whistle. He done it again yeah. against Southampton. What's the point? I don't understand the point. Like they took the corner before that, like a proper corner. Yeah, and then they do that risky. Sure. It. Yeah, it's, it's it's absolutely brainless. Like I'm, I'm hoping.
1: That Jürgen went off his head. Because as you say, you want everyone, you want Jürgen on the edge of the six yard box wanting to nod that one in. Yeah. You want everyone there and to, to play it to yourself, especially after the Newcastle game, when they've done exactly the same. You think they'd learn the lesson, but I that I
0: mean, I couldn't get my heads around that one. It just seems like they don't really they're not really bothered. Is that fair to say? It, it, it's probably not the case,
1: but it appears Sometimes like that, um, I, I'm sure they're putting in maximum efforts. It's just not enough for whatever reason.
0: I was massively, massively disappointed with the Ox. Massively. Now, why want I called for him to be played in that game. I was made up yeah. when I seen him playing for Southampton's where he started. He hasn't played for a while. He's gonna, he's gonna give it his all. I when you um messaged me when the game was on and said, like, the ox about the Ox coming off. And, like, you were surprised by it. I completely forgot that he was even on the pitch, (laughs) to be honest. Like, I just didn't... Pretty anonymous, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, the whole right side, really. Um, Salah, Paul again. Trent, Paul. And I feel like Thiago played okay, but I feel like he needs... Someone with stability in central midfield to allow him to be Thiago.
1: Yeah, uh, you need one of those two midfielders that we had the centre back in that defensive midfield position to release Thiago to do what he can do. Um, yeah, he's a quality footballer. Yet he can probably play any position on the park, but you want him in his best position, which is just slightly further forward than he was, and not having that responsibility on his shoulders of being that that cushion for the defence.
0: You don't want him being there. I mean Hendo played well um as a centre half, but I don't want to see him as a centre half again, to be no. honest. Um he's wasted. He really he, he should be playing more holding and maybe Tiago and Genie more advanced. Yeah. Um we'll touch on Genie later as well, a contract issue. But one one sub that I mean Milner come on for Trent, um which makes sense in a way, but I feel like Nico should have been through in, just give him a go. Um and I just don't understand Taki. Really, he played a blind with a game against Palace and hasn't got off the bench since.
1: Yeah, and I've seen reporters asking Klopp about it, and he sort of not brushed it off, but he's saying, "Oh, you know, he's he's doing well and blah blah blah." But like after you say, it must be so frustrating for the player after after playing that well, scoring a goal. You think as a player, you think, "Oh, I'm in here." You know, I've, I've made a little name for myself. I've, I've made a mark, and next game, just nowhere to be seen. Do
0: you think we should... I mean, I feel like he should have came on um, in that game. I feel like he would have been... Shaq, yeah, I think a lot of people have been calling out to see him, and he's played well yeah. in um, central midfield. But I personally would have brought Salah off from attacking in that game. Uh, he was ridiculously poor, Mo Salah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then obviously it doesn't help with all these reports that are constantly coming out that he's unhappy. And it's making me feel like more and more that maybe it's true because it just feels like Sutton's <laughs> not right with Mel at the minute. Like Obviously, the reports come out before the Palace game and he didn't stop, came on and was unbelievable. Can't fault him for that. Mm. But then it just feels like Sutton's changed with him a little, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean,
1: because he is so... So good. You can see instantly when he's not at his best and you can see when something's not right because at his best, he's unplayable. Yeah. And when his his head's not in it, you you can see he's blinkered and he doesn't pick the passes. He doesn't doesn't do anything right.
0: Well, there's a chance in that game. I can't remember exactly who was through now. I feel like it might have been Bobby. And it it was just like Salah, if he would have looked up and didn't have his blinkers on, he it probably would've we got a got a goal. It was even Mo or I mean Bobby or Mane who was through mm. and he just tried to take too many touches before he released it. And when Mo's like that, I feel like we should not play him.
1: Yeah, it's it's counterproductive because as you say, Blinkers he's absolutely I mean you can't argue he's one of the best players in the world. And yeah. his numbers don't lie and we've been spoiled and to be honest with you, I think we're a bit spoiled moaning about him, to be honest. But, yeah. Um, when he's when he's not on it, them blinkers are just so obvious.
0: It's when and when he doesn't score for a few games as well, it's like I need a goal, yeah. sort of thing. Not like not
1: like he, he doesn't well, maybe he does, but it doesn't appear that he's thinking team, he's thinking me.
0: Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean The elephants in the room about that game, obviously, Liverpool just weren't good enough in in Mm -hmm. terms of like the whole performance just wasn't good enough. But it wasn't helped again by VAR. I'm
1: just absolutely gobsmacked.
0: Well, I mean (sighs) the. The referees who've been bad against us this year had a nice little trip without the wives to Thailand. Probably conjuring <laughs> up a plan, um, and I hope they are listening. And I hope they do say something about me because it's just a bit sussy that them referees are consistent. Like, what do Liverpool need to do to win a foul? And it, it's not even just United. Like, yeah, it's not even just like fouls. It it feels as though. The first challenge Liverpool players make on somebody at the minute, they're getting carded straight away. Now, I look at the Thiago yellow in that Southampton game. I don't think that was a yellow for his first offence in the game. Mm. I mean, it's a borderline one because
1: they're on the break. Yeah.
0: But when you put it into
1: context with with the rest of the things that happened in the game, it's it's not even comparable to some of the stuff that Southampton's on. And you're talking about the referees... Yeah, I'm frustrated with the referees. But I'm more frustrated because the referee yeah, the referee gets one look at it at, at full speed and yeah. he makes a decision based on that. And yeah, referees make mistakes. And I'm absolutely okay with that. Referees are allowed to make mistakes and that's fine and you can argue about it after the game. But when someone is looking at it on a screen for like two, three, four, five, five different replays in slow motion and they're still coming out with the wrong decision... That's what really, really winds me up. Not not the referee making the mistake in the first place, but that
0: like, can happen. VAR as a system is fantastic what it can do. Mm-hmm. Um obviously when it goes against you in terms like offsides and stuff when it's like fingers offside and, and all that, palaver, <laughs> it it's for, it's massively frustrating. However, if that system was used properly, it's amazing. You look at it in like a rugby, you look at it in cricket. Um and I think well there's another sport that uses it as well. The NFL Dennis. um use Dennis it, tennis well. uses it. It's it's phenomenal and it works, but then human errors how I is is the issue here. It's not the technology and I know so many people are saying like if fuck V A R and stuff like that and I'm I'm with them on it. Like it has ruined the game of football that we all fell in love with. But I mean, you're talking about technology, technology is only as good as the person operating it. Yeah. I mean like and you're some of the things that it's getting wrong, I mean, offsides and that. We'll start with VAR decisions against Liverpool this year. Sadio Mane was onside, and I don't care what anybody says, because how can an arm be offside if you can't score with your arm?
1: Are we talking in the derby?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go through a few. A, through a few, And then... So you got
1: pitches to throw up while we're doing
0: it. Yeah, yeah. So the yeah. Mane one the the lines diagonal it's not even a straight line they've done anything they could to rule Mane offside for that Henderson goal um, mm-hmm. but in my in my eyes if you cannot score with your elbow so you, they always say you can't score from your elbow and yeah. below how can his elbow be offside if you can't <sighs> score with it yeah, then well. you think back to the um, West Brom game. I think it's Callum Grant um, who's manhandling Sadio Mane. Now, this is in the 86th minute, and it's at mm-hmm. 1-1. Now, he has got his arms wrapped around Mane's chest. Yeah. No foul. Virgil van Dijk on Jordan Pickford. Now, Jordan Pickford, if I ever seen him, I'd probably do that tackle to him myself and see how he liked it. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like... That is a ridiculous foul, and still to this day I don't understand how he was allowed to play. Even after the game, the FA should have looked at that and like overruled the decision.
1: Dangerous play.
0: Yeah. Um, like a goalkeeper should not be too foot on a player in the box like that at the knee. Yeah,
1: and I'm not I am not having it that it was after the ball had gone out to play. Like you're not allowed you're not allowed to do well that United else. Game, the play. You can't go and chin someone.
0: Well, after and that United game a few months ago, I think it was was it against Villa when they Give the penalty after full time and the players have to come back yes. on the pitch,
1: yeah. Yeah, I remember that one, yeah.
0: So, if and it was like 96 minute or whatever, and yeah, then more recently, the Newcastle game. Um, that chance where Mane is cut, would have uh, poked it in the net, um, and the keeper, the keeper the yeah, he's basically got a hold of his kneecap and yeah, no foul,
1: two hands on him, yeah. him.
0: yeah, yeah. No um, foul. now the Southampton, there was two. I mean, the Southampton game was probably the worst refereeing performance I've seen all season against Liverpool. Yeah. Without yeah. doubt, it was shocking. And
1: let's have it right. Liverpool
0: were rubbish. Yeah, we of were rubbish. I'll hold my hands
1: up. I'm not. Of the officials were just worse. I'm not going to sit here and say we deserved
0: percent. to win that game because we didn't. Southampton deserved to win it. I'm happy that Danny Ings uh, was the one to score. If anyone's going to get the goal against mm. us, I'd, like, I had, I'd have i got most respect for Danny Ings. I was gutted at didn't make it at Liverpool because um, of his injuries. And it was a tidy finish. It, like, we just got caught <laughs> out It was a and, really, really
1: nice finish, yeah. Well played uh, as yeah, well. Yeah, and Hen- it was
0: Hendo and Trent playing them on one side. And <laughs> it is what it is. It was a, you don't play. house and I had no chance of saving it. It's just one of them things. But I think I think it's um, Bobby's shot for the handball. Uh,
1: I can't remember with the shot, but it was, <laughs> look, In my eyes, you shouldn't be given that as handball. But all the other handballs that have gone against us, and you see, you like the referees are giving them every single week. Now, in my eyes, that sort of thing, it shouldn't be handball. But if you put it into context with the rest of the decisions throughout the season, it's got to be given as handball because it's got to be fair across the board. It's
0: pretty much the same as Gomez's against City. And Gomez, you can quite clearly see on all the replays, moves his mm. arm out the way. Now, when he's moved yeah. his arm out the way, the balls hit him. Um, if that would have went against us, I'd be fuming, but the amount of penalties that, say, United have had and other teams, uh, we're focused on United because I'm with Jürgen yeah. on it. Um, <laughs> yeah. That would if, if United was playing Southampton and that happened, that was a pen. I don't care. I, yeah, I, okay. I, I'll argue that's still day or die. And that's the main
1: reason that I'm upset about it. Not the fact that I thought it was... A penalty, but the fact
0: that everyone else is getting penalties for that and we're not Yeah. now the Sadio Mane one right, it isn't a pen it isn't, but Pogba's was pretty much a mirror replica mm. of that, now Pogba tricked I- him, tripped himself up against Aston Villa um, and there's actually videos where an Aston Villa player tackles Luke Shaw and Pogba's going like that to Luke Shaw and then five minutes later Pogba's diving and he the, win, wins the pen oh. and he win the game and See, you just want it to be fair, that's all you want. Yeah, like if, if United are getting them, every team should get them. I mean, yeah. that the two them two decisions in the Southampton game we're touching on it's not a handball and it's not a pen. But if United are getting them, then we should be getting them as well. And so should Southampton, Villa, Everton, every team in the league should or, be getting them, or no one, yeah, exactly. You know, and it feels as though because they know they made the mistake with Pogba, that the games after that, then. Have the repercussions where the refs know that they've made mistakes, but that Sadio Mane one—if anything, there was more contact on Mane from, uh, Bertrand or oh, no Walker Peters. There was more mm. contact on Mane from him than there was on Pogba in that United yeah. game, yeah. um, which is frustrating because if if he's getting it for diving, why aren't Liverpool getting it? It's it's mirror yeah. image. I'm, I'm putting am putting up side by side now, and
1: it's exactly yeah. the same. You just want parity. You want everyone to, have to, to be playing on a level playing field. And whether that means we all get the penalties for stupid stuff or no one gets them, that's fine. Just don't give it to some. Don't give it to others. That's And that's what's most frustrating is it just seems... Not that we're feeling... Well, yeah, I guess we are
0: feeling picked on. But...
1: But it's
0: just not it just doesn't seem fair because it does feel like them like the referees went on Aldi together and said, Right, how are we gonna stop Liverpool in the Liga? That's Mm -hmm. honestly how it feels and that's how it looks. They've all went on Aldi together, and now they're they're the referees who are constantly not giving Liverpool the same things they're giving other teams. Like the
1: But I would still expect VAR to pick up on the the
0: But then I think but then it's the referees who are doing the V A R as well. So so like when you think back to that Everton game, it was David Coote on the VAR. David Coote's a United yep. fan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and, and that's certain I understand people who are from England are gonna support English teams. But the referees make that many mistakes now. I feel as though to, to be a referee in the Premier League, you should be a foreign referee who doesn't have no loyalty to English football mm, teams. Yeah,
1: but I mean that that's easy said. I, I would quite like that, but there's no um Or just make clones of Mike Dean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's nothing to stop a, a foreign referee having a having an English team that they prefer.
0: Yeah, it just feels as though it's so so obvious. Um, I mean, what surprised me in the United game is it was Michael Oliver who gave this foul on Pogba, and he's mm-hmm. he is usually bang on the money Oliver. Um, but if you look at them closely on the screen now, you can see quite clearly that. Walker Peters' knee is in the back of Manny's leg. I know on Pogba's the only thing that's touching him is his boot on the other foot. And that's what's yeah. frustrating. And then you look at the stat that Liverpool, since October 2015, have had 30 penalties. Manchester United, since August eighteen nineteen 19 have had 32. So in the time it took us to get 30 penalties in five years, they've had it in two seasons, the more.
1: And the other stats that you've got to put up with that as well... Um... Is something Klopp brought up, and it's like I think we've had more. We spent more time in the opposition box during that period as well, because you 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 know you can skew stats to, to suit your agenda. So people might say, "Oh well, you know they've been in the opposition box more, but they haven't. We have." Yeah. So I'm, that's more opportunity for for drawing files and whatever, and well, it's
0: it's not just, just people are saying it's Klopp being a moaner and that, but the things he's moaning about are right and it does feel as though Liverpool have won the league and now we're doing absolutely anything they can to stop us retaining it because we, I mean, don't, Liverpool of being poor, let's not take that away from it but, if, we Liverpool last year were poor and still won games um, yeah. and we didn't, it's not like we had VAR in our favour massively last year either um, and, yeah. Contrary to
1: popular belief,
0: like yeah, like people always say, like Liverpool VAR pool and stuff like that. But mm. VAR has never, ever, ever really done much for Liverpool. Very rarely. Um, there
1: was another one. There's another instance I thought of. um, I don't know even don't know whether you've got a picture of it up, is uh, it was against Chef United, the foul on the edge of the area. Remember when they get the penalty when uh, Fabinho allegedly oh, yeah. fouled him, and it was it was on the line off the line whatever it is but they never even checked was it a foul in the
0: first place it's ridiculous like did you on the Tottenham game did you watch it the other day the Brentford no. fella got no. got given offside because as he's jumped his kneecap went offside so as he's jumped to head the ball his kneecap was offside that's scandalous like, <laughs> like how are you meant to jump in like a, a
1: pencil <laughs> It's one of them though, no, as long as there's as long as there's a reference point, as long as that line's there, they they, they don't take anything else into account. It's just
0: But they're not even drawing the line straight.
1: Yeah, that's and another thing, they're taking too long. If you're gonna it's gotta be clear and obvious, isn't it? Yeah. Give the linesman or the assistant referees, whatever they're called, the power back to put the flag up when they think it's offside.
0: If it's not clear then, and obvious, then go if it's over. not
1: clear and obvious, if you need, if you need to take more than like more than one look at it, then it's not clear and obvious. Carry on.
0: Exactly. That's the whole point of VAR. It's meant to be yeah. for clear and obvious errors, and it just feels as though it's not. It just feels as though they're relying too much on VAR now, rather than just playing the game and using it as an additional tool. Yep. Yeah. Now, what's the point in linesman anymore? There's no point because they put the flag up anyway about 10 minutes after it was offside. So,
1: I, I don't see the point in them if they're going to be, if they're, if they're too scared to even put the flag up, if it's obvious. If it's they... going to cause injuries because you see sometimes keepers come flying out and the linesman hasn't put a flag If the linesman put his flag up, everything stops.
0: Exactly. But I reckon they should get rid of the linesman if they're going to keep VAR and invest that money into non-league teams like Marine, mm. who were crying out for for tickets at the minute. Um, yeah. But the most disappointing thing for me from the Southampton game was the fact that United are now level on points with a game in hand with Liverpool. Um, We've seen yesterday the minute United... United didn't even play full-strength City and got beat. Mm. And United were full-strength. Um, They were so bad as well. And it, it shows that when United play a decent team, they're not all that. But then we we can't really be commenting on that because we had one of the easiest runs you could imagine in December and I fucked it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm just hoping when it comes to us playing them, we turn up because I can't handle... I just...
0: I, I am not prepared Jesus. to lose that record to them.
1: No. I, like, I don't even know what I'll do. Like, the way I felt after that Southampton game, on top of, like, what Boris did... <laughs> oh, like that, I, I woke up the next day and I was like, What's the point? Like, Devastated. I felt so so deflated. Now, that's going to be nothing in comparison to if they take the record. Turn us over. I, I just you'll have to get someone else in to do the podcast, mate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm off, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's like, I mean, you like, I'm hoping Burnley. Buy someone massive before that game because they've got, they've got new millionaire owners, um, and just turning nice things over. Or Nick Pope has a masterclass. Or I mean, Burnley seems to be back on the up again. They've they've been doing quite well in recent weeks. They've got the team fit again. Um, and when... so are United, yeah, but then they have played City and been poor. So I don't. I feel like United are just buying anyone they can. until it gets it gets it right. You look like Donny Van Der Beek. Can't even get in the team. He's world class. He's better it's than uh, Fred. He's well better than Fred. I don't care. Um, and the under- obviously Cavani's back for that game. You just know he's going to end up scoring. Um, uh, like he's he's quality, you know. He really <laughs> he's is. so good. But I mean, I do think that, we, I think we will battle United. Um, I, I really do think we will battle United. Liverpool turn up for the big teams. Because um, it feels oh, yeah, as though recently up. we've been playing as though the game's already won before a ball's been yeah. kicked. Where with United, form goes out the window in them games. Mm-hmm. Like we've been poor, they've been good. Form doesn't matter in like in like your United games, your City games, your Everton games. Form just doesn't come into play at all. Um
1: and I think I think this United game is probably going to be the first United game in probably a since Fergie. probably a probably a decade where I'm going to get pre-match nerves, pre-match anxiety, and it's not going to be a game that I enjoy watching because I never used to enjoy watching the United games.
0: I haven't myself until recent years. Until Fergie yeah. left. When Fergie yeah, exactly. Left, it's, it's, been, it's been fun. Um Before we move on to the, will there be a game tomorrow? Um, Gini Wijnaldum apparently has rejected his latest contract offer. Rumours are that he wants 150 grand a week, which he rightfully deserves, but he wants a four year contract. And Liverpool aren't prepared to offer him 150 grand over four years. With him being 29, by the time the contract ends, he'll be 33. Yoko James Milner, and me come in on 150 grand a week, I think it was when we signed him from City, and he's now on 90. I feel like Liverpool are probably wanting to offer Genie maybe a two year deal at 150 grand. Genie... Yeah, and a,
1: re- a reducing wage after that or something. Yeah.
0: yeah um, it's a tough one, really, isn't it? Because, yeah, he deserved 150 grand. grand eh, Rightfully so, he deserves a lot more than that in my eyes. But, for four years, I can't understand the Liverpool's uh, stance on it as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, obviously,
1: Liverpool are trying to protect themselves. Gini's he trying to get the best he can. Could be his last, well, it's going to be his last big contract. Yeah. So, understandably, he's going to, his agent's going to be looking all over Europe and, he could go to anything. anything. He could go to ninety nine percent of teams across Europe and get in. Um, so if he goes, yeah, we'll miss him. Or you know, I can understand from his point of view. It's he's at an age now where this is his last big. This is his last big one.
0: Yeah. Who do we play somewhere if he goes? <sighs> you can't. Curtis just. I think Jones I'm... is going to have to step
1: up a big one, like.
0: Yeah, or Nabby's going to have to wrap himself in of wrap before the game. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, yeah I, I'm not holding that much hope for Naby. Um, I would say there's more chance of Curtis have, having yes. to step up to the mantle. Because um, you can't even, I mean, looking out into Europe and whatever, I, I can't see anyone who's going to be of that quality that's achievable for Liverpool to get in. I because
0: wish... you're looking at money as well. You're not just looking at who's out there. Do you know who would have been a good shout for, for that, um, for Genie? Though he plays a lot more Holden. I feel like Clock with a mold in him is a bit more of attacker, and he is good at pressing. Donny van der Beek, but obviously he went to United. There's rumours he's gone back to Ajax on loan because he's not getting a sniff. He would have been a boss signing.
1: He's he's a waste. He, he's absolutely wasted at United on the bench. He's not even getting on the bench after time, is he? No. Like uh,
0: there's rumours he's going back to Ajax on loan. Um, but, but and obviously, and obviously we, we can't of... we can't do business with United it just wouldn't happen but nope. I'd love nope. to see someone like him I mean David Alaba apparently we've offered the same deal that Real Madrid have offered them um, mm-hmm. and Juventus are interested but they can't match the deal because we think we've offered him like 150 grand a week he's only 27 you know right. Um, right. I think we have offered them a big contract and <coughs> if Gomez and Van Dijk are fit I think they start and then Alaba would be an option in centre mid
1: I think Alaba started centre-back with Van Dijk or well,
0: the other option that's been linked today which I really really don't want to say Joe Ramos but he has been heavily heavily linked with Liverpool today even people saying <laughs> that we've, we've um, maybe threw a punt at Madrid to maybe get him now in that scenario if it was a short term sick deal till the end of the year we got him to like, or maybe off him a two year deal or something and then we we play until the end of the year and when Van Dijk and Gomez and back, we just send them to the reserves. I'd love it. I'd, I'd be all for it. To be for honest. Ramos. To put, yeah, because then after this year, you put him in the reserves and it'd be boss to watch him <laughs> <and> rot. <laughs> no, I just can't. I, I just, I, I can't. I just can't. And not
1: even, not even down to the what he'd done to Salah. It's it's not even about that. I've seen him play for Madrid a lot of times. He's a liability. He's, He's crazy, like, Amount of times he gets sent off. Yeah, he scores. He's dangerous from set pieces. He scored so many goals. He just flies but in doesn't he? <laughs> he's just as likely to get sent off as he is to score. And that worries me. Especially in a new league where he's not gonna he's not gonna be up to pace.
0: Well you yeah, have get a centre back sent off on the Prem, it's it's a lot harder than having a centre back sent off on the Liga as well. Yeah. Um but I just I mean Klopp's press conference today he said it's Said it's unlikely that we'll buy anyone before the end of January, but that same year, Klopp said it was unlikely we were going to buy anyone in the summer. Then we went and bought Thiago and spent forty-five million on Jota as well. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah, it's just, He's just uh, it's just lip service for the press, it, isn't it? Yeah, we spent sixty-five million in what like four days in January uh, after a week yeah. forum saying, saying oh, it's unlikely with COVID we're going to buy anyone. So I, don't, I, <laughs> I, I, no I, I that. do think Liverpool are going to buy somebody in January. I think I'd go as far as saying we won't win the league if we don't. So, because think about it. If we don't buy anybody, we are banking on Fabinho not getting injured till the end of the season. Now, Fabinho doesn't get injured that much. Touch wood. However, There's a lot of pressure on him, no. If he gets injured, we're going to be going into Premier League games with Nat Phillips and Reese Williams at centre-back. It's, it, it's just not doable. The... Yeah, you need to give kids game times to develop, but they're not going to develop playing next to each other. They need to be playing next to someone experienced to learn from them. Absolutely. That's why Joe Gomez has got so good, because he's learning from Van Dijk. Um, and I just don't think if Fabinho got a knock or anything, even if he's out for one game, you're going into that one game with two kids. It's Suspension,
1: anything, you know, we should, yeah. You know how many yellow cards has he had? I'm sure, I'm sure he's racking up. Yeah, he's, he's had a he's few. Not far a he has had
0: a few. like and I just, like Klopp did say in any other situation, like a non-COVID world, if you had three senior centre-halves injured, you would go into the market. But all I can think of is, obviously, we haven't had fans in the ground now. for We've had them in a, a full capacity for nearly a year. Mm. That's a mass amount of revenue that FSG have lost. They've also lost the revenue for fans in baseball as well. They haven't been going in. Yeah. Um, but it's just why can't we do it at what other clubs have done I know Liverpool have got no debt on their head but why would you not take out a loan because you know the pandemic is going to be resolved at some point you know right. fans are going to get back in at some point so why not take out the loan to buy somebody and then you pay it back over a course of say five years
1: if, if ever it was needed
0: yeah now is now, now is the time you're never going to
1: get more if we was to go and buy
0: someone who as a centre half who can play next to Fabinho, experienced, as a short-term option, maybe that's as maybe someone like Ramos, as horrible as it sounds, who's coming <laughs> to the end of the career, who you know you're only going to really play for the next six months, because then yeah. you're getting your centre backs back. And then you're going to win the league in the Champions League. The money you're going to get off that will pay for the money you're going to spend on them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Imagine, I'm sure playing Reece Williams, imagine playing Reese Williams and Fabinho if you got PSG in the next round of the Champions League. If we got Pest Leipzig, who are flying in the Bundesliga, imagine going up against Mbappe and Neymar and potentially Christian Erickson as well and Moise Keane who's absolutely tearing it up for them, and having Reese Williams at your back. I mean, he's a, he's a kid. He's gonna he is gonna be good. I do believe that. I think he is a he's a great talent, but. I wouldn't want him going up against Mbappe and Neymar. No. <laughs> I, like When no. you think about teams, he could go up against the Champions League. He could go up against Messi. He could go up against Suarez. He could go up against Cristiano Ronaldo. He can go up against Messi. He can go up against Ronaldo. He, I mean... Neymar. That. Neymar, Mbappe. He can go up against Lewandowski and Sané and Gnabry. <laughs> Imagine Bayern Munich playing against our defence at the minute. <laughs>
1: I, I... <laughs> I, yeah, it's it's one of them. It's suicidal. I would just it is, yeah. And Sergio Ramos, I would probably for the first couple of games feel a little bit dirty cheering them on. Um, I won't maybe like come him rounds if he put in a couple of good performances.
0: I'll probably I, slag I, I him don't off on every podcast, no matter how good he gets, because I can't stand them. Because <laughs> he broke me little ass in Kiev. Um, yeah. What he's done to Mo, but. I'd I'd take anyone at this point to be honest with you. I really would. Um, I'll give him one thing: he's an athlete. Have you seen him? He's ripped.
1: I've never seen a central defender look like that.
0: I just I don't like his ego and I don't like his morals, but you can't take away the fact that he is a world class centre back. World class. Yeah, yeah. He's highly decorated. He's won everything. I think hasn't he's won he? five Champions Leagues, hasn't he? I won yeah he's been there a long Ronaldo time won, won everything ronaldo's won four with them and i feel like the, he, he's been at them for longer than that so he might have won five with them i'm not too sure because ronaldo's won five so in total any but one was with united mm. um yeah moving on to tomorrow is it gonna last him right if this doesn't happen you don't need any more proof that the FA is against the Liverpool Football Club. Now, yep. cast your minds back to like the two World reasons. Club. Before we go on to our issue with it, Tottenham got handed a bye when Leighton Orient couldn't play field 11 players because they had COVID. Yep. Tottenham got put into the next round. So if this day, game can't go ahead, Liverpool should get a bye. We should we should get put into the next got round. Going on what they've done in the past, absolutely. Yeah, Because yeah. they've done that in other cups. I think it was the League Cup that happened in for Tottenham. Yeah. So, but obviously the League Cup is still the FA, of the governing body of football in England. Yes. So, they've they've allowed that. Um, if last year Liverpool was in a different country and was still told we had to play that tie, and
1: representing the, the country. By the way, representing, yeah, representing
0: England. England. We be, we be, like, an English team was world champions in club football, and. That looks boss on the Premier League. Like we're a Premier League team and they weren't bothered. They were honestly not bothered. It was like, well, no, you've got to be there. So I and yeah. then you can understand why Klopp didn't turn up. Because there's been a shrewd, there's a Shrewsbury fan on Twitter giving it the beans. I've seen it before. Um saying that like, well, Klopp didn't turn up to manage the replay against us. Well, I'm not surprised. He was fuming.
1: Yeah, know, it was was making that, a
0: point, that was his middle finger to, to um the governor yeah, bodies. And yeah. Liverpool was in... It's not like we was in Spain and you could fly there after the game. We was in Abu Dhabi. Or was it... Qatar? Qatar? Yeah. It's basically the same place, but we was in Qatar in the Club World Cup playing there 24 hours after we were meant to be playing Aston Villa, and we were told there's absolutely no way we can rearrange that game. Fixture schedules are too um, congested when there is gaps at international breaks and all that. Fuck off! It's like if yeah. we if we had to play our kids against Aston Villa in that club which ultimately they played the first team, we played our kids, we got battered. Yeah, they should play their kids, and do you know what? I wouldn't even be bothered if Clocker got on the phone to the to Villa and said, "Just play it with your kids, and we'll play our kids," because our yeah. kids are fuck Their kids. Oh yeah, totally. Um, but you've got to you've got to go on on
1: precedence, and the precedent is now that you get a bite.
0: If they can't play, yeah,
1: that's what they've done this season. So it's got to be that. Or I mean, I
0: can understand them in, in the like, games getting rescheduled in the league because they can yep. be fitted in in like midweeks and stuff like that. Um, they will be fitted in before the end of the season. Like, Cup games a
1: whole different thing.
0: Yeah, like, they can't be rescheduled like, by the time. This got rescheduled after like, all the fixture congestions, and don't forget the Champions League's back in a few weeks. Um, yeah,
1: and you're talking about it holding up other fixtures as well, waiting for ours to be played. So it's 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 a snowball thing.
0: I mean, Paul Joyce has come out literally half an hour before we got we come onto this, um, and said that the it it's got it looks as though it's going to go ahead, and they are trying to work out a solution now. Mm-hmm. If the solution is they're gonna play the kids, I would go as far as saying Liverpool are probably gonna play the kids anyway tomorrow, yeah. um, which I don't want to see. I want to. I, I honestly think Klopp should make every single one of them players who played against Southampton play in that game, and say, mm-hmm. "Listen, you could have added off, but you aren't because you're being absolutely abysmal lately." Yeah, this is your punishment. With the exception yeah. of Andy Robertson, he's the only one in that team <laughs> who deserves to to have a break. To be honest, yeah. Um, yeah. and Allison, but I don't really want. I mean, I'd, Henderson. Yeah, and Endo, but then three. Put Keller, Callahan, play the kids, um, yeah. but then play like make sure Trent plays and say, yeah, you're you're playing here. Make Start sure Salah levels. plays. Make sure Bobby plays. Make sure they've all Get been shit. It's a game.
1: Again.
0: Yeah, and like just fit kids in. wait for Robbo. Put wait, play Simicast. instead of Hendo. You play Jones, um, and instead of Alison, you play Callahan mm-hmm. and Fabinho as well. To be fair, he's been. Amazing play Phillips and Nat and Reese Williams and see what happens. Yes, yeah, see, I would like
1: to see that as a them because that's arguably the future of our defence.
0: I don't know, Nat uh, Phillips. You know, you don't know. I think but... Reese Williams has got potential to make it at Liverpool. Nat Phillips is 23 now. I don't think, bearing in mind, we tried to sell him in the summer. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that he would play, but. Does me add in because we shouldn't I can't believe I'm gonna say this. We shouldn't have sold DeJang off. Her.
1: Yeah. Um it's
0: yeah, that must really, really burn the back of your throat saying that. Yeah, <laughs> it does. But like I feel like you do need four senior centre backs to go into a season with. And Klopp said in press conference, we've got three senior centre backs and you've got Fabinho and that, and it's just like, well, no, Fabinho's not a centre half, mate. No, he's I mean, the best central defensive mid- insight, it? Yeah, but he's the best central defensive midfielder in the world. And if you look at any other team, City went and spent fifty million on Nathan Ache, who doesn't even play. But they're depth in every position, they've got two players for every position. And that includes centre half. You should have two players for every position. Or
1: lower, I'll just put in there. They did play Fernandinho at centre back quite a lot over the past few seasons.
0: Yeah, and he's been heavy. So, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he got into um <laughs> Carragher and Neville's team of the team of 2020 if I'm not mistaken mm. um, in fact they had Cody didn't he? but even Conor Cody like, I know he's used to playing in a back three and he's not that good in a back four but give it like, he'd probably come and sit at Liverpool on the bench if Van Dijk and that was fit and like, just play every now and then
1: Would he, would he go for him being captain
0: Captain of, of Wolves to... or going to win everything with you your boy or club I know I'd sit on the bench and, and be part of the squad I, all day, I would. Uh, if I was professional footballer and I was captain of, of Wolves and Jürgen come in and said, and he was my fourth choice centre back, I'd say, where do I sound the dossed line? I'll take a peek if you want. Because you're, you're representing was, your, baby, was, your boy your club. We're right? not in that position. But he's a proper scout. I know he's from Kerry, but he's a proper scouter <laughs> <laughs> in, a, in a sense of like...
1: He's a, Ooh, controversial.
0: <laughs> he's a proper red. I'll say it as that. He's a proper, proper red. Um, And... It's just frustrate. I, I do think we just need to go and buy someone, whether it's loan someone, something because
1: Stephen Caulker get him back in.
0: Oh, I remember that? <laughs> didn't,
1: he, didn't he play up front as well? Yeah, he got about he got about
0: two sub appearances, and they were both up front in like the eighty fifth minute or something when we were chasing a game. That's one plus actually from the Southampton game. We didn't make a stupid substitution in the ninetieth minute. Yeah, but. I think this game tomorrow has to go ahead. If it doesn't go ahead, Liverpool and Jürgen should cause a public uproar about it because if we had to play two games in 24 hours across different sides of the oh, globe... You know,
1: if it doesn't go ahead, we need to buy. Yeah. Only if, if, if either of them two situations don't happen, then we cause murder. Because
0: you just know it's going to get rescheduled and they're going, the FA will probably go... You've gotta play on the Wednesday, even if you are playing Leipzig on the Tuesday, you've gotta play this yeah. on the Wednesday. Yeah. It'll just be some shite like that and it just wound me up, to be honest. Like I need I feel like we needed this game to mm. to get a bit of revenge. Like, I I really some
1: light. Like I feel like this podcast has just been such
0: a down like yeah, All we've done is moan. We
1: need so,
0: to sort of lighten the mood a bit. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to sit and slag players off. I mean, they've been awful, but people have dips in form. It just feels as though because pull have had two years of intensity with Klopp. Some of them are just burnt out now. And sometimes Klopp's the victim of his own success in the sense of he is he's too proud and that. And it, it's just like, sometimes you just feel like he makes some mad decisions and stuff. And... I, I'll always love him, but I just think sometimes he needs to swallow his ego a little bit and and just bite the bullet and go and buy a centre-off. Don't care if Joey G and Van Dyke are pissed off if we go and buy <laughs> someone. I honestly, don't care. We Because Van Dyke and Gomez are going to walk back in the team, whoever you get. Do you know what I mean? Like Unless you're going and buying... I don't even
1: there's know. There's not many out there, is there? There's a, there's a few. There's a handful that you'd say you would...
0: I can't even think of any, though, well, if it's happened. I mean... Upperman McConnell is someone
1: I'd like. But that's... Van Dyke certainly, certainly starts. Joe Gomez, I don't know.
0: Well, it depends if... how he comes back, doesn't it? Um, that's it, that's it. Like, we don't know how it's healed. I've seen a picture of him on a bike the other day um, doing recovery, which is good. It's good to see. Mm-hmm. The only thing I'm thinking today is, do you maybe think we're not buying anyone because Van Dyke's back sooner than anyone thinks? I hope so. Like, like if Van Dyke's going to be back, say, middle of Feb, that would probably stop us going to buy somebody. Because Van Dyke and Fabinho is a solid partnership till the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, and that's all I keep thinking is, if we don't go and buy somebody, Virgil van Dijk must be back a lot sooner than we're imagining.
1: I would say even if they're expecting Van Dyke back earlier, it's still a massive risk not to go and get someone. Because... He might
0: come back and he might get injured straight away. He might, he might not come back. He might have a setback. Anything can happen. I mean, I'd like to. I, I only us to go centre back on even on that. Uh, even if Van Dijk is coming back, because Fabinho, although he's been world class as a centre half and look like he's played there his whole career, he's ultimately wasted because he is so good as the holder and midfielder. Um, we never did replace Lovren. No. So what we should be replacing Lovren really. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we won the league last year with four centre-backs and we sold one of we trusting kids to mm-hmm. the kids. Have got... club
1: I'm still available?
0: I think he is, you know, I think he's still trying. He? Have got off to Italy or something? But if anyone, just someone, I think that's what we need. Some We're going to get someone It's going to be somebody who's in the twilight days of their career, who's maybe yeah. got a bit, a bit of experience, who's just a, a temporary fix. And that mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be someone who's going to come in and dislodge Gomez. No one is dislodging Virgil van Dijk. Nobody. No. Virgil van Dijk's going to be the next captain of the pool. Uh, we've said that for years. Um, idiot. When Milner retires, Van Dijk's the, the vice captain anyway. And then Hendo's obviously yeah. coming tomorrow as Twilight um, than Van dyke So he probably will be the next captain. And I just feel like we have to buy someone. We have to. But yeah. Teams for tomorrow. Let's have a crack at it. Let's see if Jesus, we can... Jesus, right. This is going to be... wild stab in the dark from both of
1: us, I guess. Um, so, Kelleher. Yeah. Nico Williams. Reese Williams. Fabinho. Simicas. Then, midfield. Um... Curtis Jones, Oxlade-Chamberlain, Wijnaldum, front three, Shah, Minamino, Mane. As
0: long as Divock doesn't get on the pitch, I'll be happy.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I actually forgot about him. He, no, he can't get near the pitch.
0: More so in a sense of like, he just doesn't, he is. He just can't be bothered anymore.
1: It's too late I mean. back, isn't he? he he's...
0: Just far too laid back. Yeah, he he is. If he's laid back anymore, he'd be um, he'd be bent. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, I'm, be yours, go, be. I'm just having a look through um the this, this squad. Uh, do you, watch
1: it. Do you know what he'll probably come out with some madness like he'll play is it Clarkson or something?
0: Yeah. Do you know what's interesting on the Liverpool website? That Peter Lugas listed as a first team keeper not academy. Who? The one we who yeah, recommended, pick. yeah. Uh, I don't think he'll, I don't think he I think he might get on the bench. I think Adrian's career's done and it, that's one thing I will, I will say, I do think it's going to happen in January. I think he's going to go because um, yeah. he hasn't even made the bench. He, we've got nine subs now and we, he hasn't made the bench. Like, Keller looks like he's the um, number two choice keeper for Liverpool now. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so, he's earned it. Uh, but anyway, I'm gonna go Kelleher, uh, Nico, Reese, Williams, Seth Vandenberg, okay. Simacas, um Milner.
1: Ah, that's a shout-back, because he would be captain, won't
0: he? Milner Holden with Curtis Jones and... I'm looking too much into this. Mm. Um, Curtis Jones and... Leighton Clarkson. Okay. And up front, the front three, I'm going to go... Is he fit actually? If he's fit, Paul Glatzel. He'll... Really? That's
1: out of the that's out of the blue, that one.
0: Yeah, if he's fit, I'm not too sure though. If not, I'm gonna go Shaq Minamino Arigi. <sighs> yeah, that
1: was uh, reluctantly an Arigi, that one,
0: eh? Yeah, um but if if Glatzel's fit, I think it'll be Shaq, Minamino, and then Glatzel down the middle.
1: I think that is too many changes for Klopp.
0: If he knows their kids are playing, no, we will give kids a lot big, mm. more, more of a bigger chance. And you know what? That Galatso is a baller. <laughs> he's the one... I have seen much of him. When we ultimately let Bobby Duncan go to, to keep him, um, he, yeah. and he's well better than Bobby Duncan as well, by the way. Um, I mean, there's a few other kids who I could see maybe getting a getting a go. Um, Kane. No, he's left now, I think. J Kane. Jake Kane, the midfielder, or Harry Kane? The midfielder. Yeah, Jake. Jake, Jake Kane, you might get a go. Um, there's a few. I'm trying to think who else there is. There's There's a I've I've heard there's near that Dixon Bonner, I've seen him a few times. He's quite decent. Um and that Liam Coyle, I think he's got a new deal, so I think it depends 'cause you We've also got Joe Hardy as well in the in the um, Academy mm. who
1: I think you're I think you're being a bit guilty of underplaying the game a little bit here and making too many changes I don't think Klopp will go that week do you
0: know who's going to play in centre half Billy the kid I want it. is he fit is he ready I think he is fit I, has I... he hasn't been making the bench or not, and has he no but he's so young he's only 17 but if he's fit <laughs> if he is fit I think he deserves a go um, and I think the, I think the bench will have Peter Luger on it um Trent uh, Henderson. Henderson, the Ox mm. Bobby Manny, Salah. Gives us score That's prediction it. then and the goal oh, scores. <laughs> um,
1: I actually think it's gonna be two all. I think is it replays or does it.?
0: I'm not uh, sure because the night, League club has to be decided on the night, done it? So I feel like it's the same because of COVID. It's a similar setup.
1: Okay, so I'll go 2 all, and I think we'll get taken to penalties and win on penalties.
0: If that'll happen, if uh, Emmy Martinez has got COVID, which I hope he has, <laughs> I don't wish COVID on anyone, but if he plays, <laughs> we've got no chance. Um, I'm going to go 7-2, Liverpool. I just want to get them back. Lost for words on that one. Certain two is... I just want to get them back, to be honest, <sighs> to the start of the season. I do think we all can see, because I don't know which of their players have got COVID and which haven't. Um, but then saying that, if if so many of the first team have got it, wouldn't the whole first team have to isolate? I I don't know how they
1: work it. Like, I don't know. unless the show, Not unless they're showing symptoms. If you haven't got it and you're not showing They've symptoms...
0: They've come in contact with sleep. it. so if I had COVID and I seen you, you'd have to isolate, so why isn't it the same thing? No, symptoms? no, no, not, not if I'm not
1: showing symptoms.
0: I just hope Polly Watkins, Jack Reelish... <laughs> um,
1: they all had a little sex party and they caught it off each
0: other. Well, apparently they did have a Christmas party, didn't they? But that hasn't came out yet. I'm not being the one to leak down for that. For that um, I mean, it's being leaked already, or Kyle Walker. and Either way, I just want to go on the record and say, if that's true, he should be banned from football for life. Uh, you selfish bastard. People, people are carers and NHS staff, and people are out there clapping like clowns um, instead of paying them as they should be. And you've got 40 players on that much money a week, just putting a big middle finger up to the National Health Service. So, shouldn't be playing. Um, 7-2, I'm going to go... Divock is going to get two of them. Kersis Stop jo- it, you're nightmare. Curtis <laughs> Jones is going to get, get one. Um, Minamino's going to get two. And if Glasgow Galatz- well, plays, I think he'll bag an atrick. But I don't know if... I just want to batter them, to be honest. I don't care what score. I hope it's like 12-0 or something. I just want to absolutely fuck them. Because of how they <laughs> make me feel at the start. Even though it'll be the kids, I haven't felt that devastated <laughs> after a footy match, then that seven two defeat to Aston Villa. I mean, fair play to them, they've been good this season, but I hope we absolutely batter them. I I honestly if they're gonna field an under twenty three side, I, oh, I hope Jürgen fields the strongest eleven he can. Just so we absolutely turn them over just to be like just to get that revenge on them.
1: We do need as a club, we need something like that. We need something to lift us up again because the whole, the whole thing, the fan base, the players, everything just seems a bit down. And dumps. And we need something to lift us. That would be, that'd be beautiful, to be honest with you. Seven two. That's but... why I
0: half hoped that. I mean, we're saying he'll play the kids. When we had a pointless fixture against Mitchell, and he started jotter and play full strength, so it, I hope he does. If if this, they've got to play the under 23s and I hope he goes full strength because I've said all season I'd like to see us win the FA Cup. If we win the FA Cup, Hendo's won the lot at Liverpool. Yeah. The apps like the, the only thing he hasn't won is the Super Cup, and he's really asked about that? When you've won the Champions League, not the Super yeah, Cup, I know. The UEFA yeah. Cup, um, and who's really asked if you won the Champions League? So I'd like to see us win that. We haven't won it since two thousand and six, and I'd like to see us win. It's got, I mean, I'm not really that arse what the FA Cup. There's only really small teams that are bothered about the history and that at the FA Cup when you're winning Premier mm. Leagues and Champions Leagues so fun who's really bothered about it. But I don't really want... I'd, I'd like us to win it and I'd like us to throw full strength. More so to give the players a kick up their ass, to say, well, you could have been rested today, but you're not because you've been shite. Yeah. Um, and then part of me wants us to play full strength just to fight to, for like what you said, to give the players that bit of motivation to... Just turn the team there's over. A, there's a few players there that
1: you want to play themselves back into form.
0: Um, yeah. I, I mean think the last time we the team over, we then went on a oh the disappointing run. We turned Palace yeah. over from we've been absolutely abysmal since. So if you ask me whether take a defeat tomorrow and a win against United all day, but I just want to fuck the pair of them to be honest. Like ten yeah. 0 each game that would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) That's the stuff dreams are made (laughs) of. But yeah, we'll speak after the Villa game. Um, Regardless, we'll be building up to that uh, dreaded game on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But hopefully, hopefully we get through. Um,
1: Hopefully the next podcast will be a hell of a lot more cheerful than this
0: gloom and doom episode. (laughs) (laughs) I know it needs to be. I just want to win. I want so I want goals to talk about. Like we haven't scored a goal for the past three games, so it's.
1: I I, yeah, I would like to come on and not moan about VAR, if at
0: all possible. Because it will be used it's in pre- Premier League is in it, so yeah, it's going to be used. Um, because I feel like some games, it has, like, was it the West Brom game. I feel like it, I just don't think it got used or it wasn't working properly because there was so many decisions that didn't even go to VAR. Just... Uh,
1: yeah. I just think
0: they were uh, they were sleep in the studio or something. Yeah, Fergie's in the studio, we got them all on a leash, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, nice ones always. Stay hopefully hopefully right. um we're talking about. Hopefully we're, we're smiling tomorrow. next week. Come yeah. on, lads. <laughs> Thanks, everyone for listening. Don't forget to leave a like, rate, and subscribe if you are watching on YouTube, if you're listening anywhere else, do follow the podcast for more episodes and follow all our socials. It's just typing in Red's Cast everywhere and it will come up, thanks for listening, up the (laughs) reds.